Good morning, guys. How are we doing this fine morning? Great. Feeling good, man. Feeling good. Happy to be here. Got a special guest with us today on this Thanksgiving special for you guys, uh, recording on Tuesday morning. Um, we have one of our league mates here, um, known as Glenwood Glizzies. Uh, that'll be Malik Marson. Thanks for coming on, bro. Yes, sir. I'm about to do y'all how Dan Orlovsky does Stephen A. on first take every morning. I'm about to, I'm about to just come in here and violate. Yeah. <laughs> Dan really do the violating. I like Michael Irvin when he gets on. Playmaker, yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, like I said, you guys will be getting one episode from us this week. We just figured it'd be easier for the holidays for everyone due to travels and all that different type of stuff. Um, but yeah, we're not gonna do anything too much different this episode. Maybe just a little more free talk uh, towards the end. But um, we're gonna start off with news and notes and injuries like we always do. I think the biggest piece of thing to start off with is that Zeke, um, he has a knee injury, but and apparently this, I guess his knee was already a little banged up or something. He's already been dealing with. So I don't know where you guys are at with that. I don't think anybody's in here as a Zeke owner. Maybe in another league you guys are, but I'm not a Zeke owner. So I'm a Tony Pollard owner a lot of places, though. I am a Zeke owner in another league. and uh, As am I. It's like them and the Texans are, like, super banged up. Like, the only healthy person on both rosters is, like, offenses is the starting quarterback from a fantasy perspective, if you think about it. Because Amari, we're going to talk about CD. Uh and then Zeke might be out. And then for the Texan or yeah, Texans, nope, Titans, Jesus. Titans, it's Derrick Henry out, AJ Brown out, and Julio out. And it's like the reliance is now on the quarterback to make plays. I mean, obviously Dak is a focal point of the offense, but with Zeke there, it makes it a lot easier. And nothing against Tony Pollard, but we know that Zeke is Zeke and I feel like that just takes some weight off of Dak's shoulders. And if he's not there and Amari Cooper is not there and CeeDee Lamb's not there, he's going to have a lot of pressure on him. Yeah, I, with, I had a quick question, though. Like, with no receivers, like with no CeeDee Lamb, no Amari Cooper, is there any receiver that you would consider starting for the Cowboys outside of them? They play on Thursday against – Dalton Schultz uh, to the Raiders. moon. No receivers, though? How do you not start Gallup? Gallup? Yeah, I definitely start Gallup. Like, Gallup is only going to be sitting there getting all of the targets. I mean, there might be an occasional. Like, I ain't going to lie. Um, what's his name? Is it Cedric Wilson? Or yeah, Cedric Cedric Wilson. Like, he actually, he actually gets targeted even when CD. I mean, and Amari are there. He gets targeted a decent amount. I don't think he's a bad play if you really have to like go deep into the waiver. Um, well, yeah, like I said, I don't know if you have Tony Pollard. I think like you know this is. Kind of like a AJ Dillon situation. Maybe you might get to use Tony Pollard for a week or two. Um, I'm with Tilly. I still think Zeke is just a better running back than Tony Pollard right now. But there are a lot of things that Tony Pollard can do that Zeke doesn't offer you at this point. It's just the truth. I, so, yeah, I would say I don't know. I'm looking at uh, Pollard's just stats over the season right now. He's averaging five point five yards per carry. He runs hard. I about that's, to say that's a given. Uh, all, all the Memphis backs run hard. Yeah, the Raiders are going. I mean, they're going against the Raiders. The Raiders are number 26 against running back. So it's a great matchup, and it's on Thursday. So it increases, I mean, his chances of Zeke not playing. So if power is on your waivers, like, I believe he's the number one waiver wire pick. Malik, as a Zeke owner, do you have Pollard? 
Uh, sadly, I don't. I traded him away early. Oh no! I don't ever do that. I traded him. Uh, I traded him for like some kind of package with James Robinson in it. So I mean, I wasn't really too disappointed. Are but... you? Are you actively going to be trying to get him back if Zeke's out? Or are you just going to roll with yeah, it? I mean, I mean, how long is? I don't think Zeke's out that long. Maybe, maybe one week. Nah, I have. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of deep at running back in that league. Like I have like. I have like Antonio Gibson, Elijah Mitchell, Melvin Gordon. Like I've I've got a I've got a few options, so I probably won't go get him, honestly. All right, question. If if Zeke doesn't play and they say they give Pollard 16 carries or so, what do you, what are your expectations for him? Like 75 and a, 75 and a touchdown. Honestly, the same whatever Zeke would give me too. Because Pollard, honestly, like some there's some games he looks better than Zeke, honestly. It's like you just gotta watch 5.5 like yards per carry. But yeah, I think no, it's pretty ridiculous. He'll have a bigger impact in the passing game than that's, Zeke that's would. Tony Pollard, especially with no receivers. Yeah, to, no. I, regardless of the running back that plays this week, expect five targets probably. Honestly, like yeah, I would say, like the only play Zeke really stands out, and it's like has nothing to do with fantasy. Is like he, he's the he's a great pass blocker. Like I yeah. don't see I don't see Pollard pass blocking like Zeke does. That's true. You think All they'll right. lean on a run without the receivers? I think they're going to have to, man. I think they're going to roll with the offense. I think they're, I don't think, yeah. I think that with how Kellen Moore is, it's not going to be this guy's out. So we have to fix this. I think it's more of it's been working, except for last week. It's been working. We're going to roll with what we have. Uh, Cause I mean, these are NFL players. Like it's not like you're going from a starter to a walk on who can't play or something. Um, one last question about the Cowboys situation. Do you guys think that because of these receivers being out, Tony Pollard might line up in the slot any or might have a different role this week as a pass catcher? And are you willing to flex him if needed? But like say Zeke's say Zeke's in. Do you think yeah, you I was, flex Tony Pollard? I was gonna say, regardless, I was just letting y'all finish, but regardless, now that I'm thinking about it, you should play Tony Pollard regardless. Like, just my opinion, you should probably play Tony Pollard regardless. Um, like no matter what? Or are you saying, like, if you're down bad? Even if Zeke plays, I'll be comfortable playing Tony Pollard. I think just due to the yeah. circumstances and them needing to get the ball in their best player's hands, I just think it's more of a uh, dependency more than, like, they can't really afford to just be like, eh, well, we just want to get Zeke the ball this week. And you can't tell me Zeke's 100%. There's no way you're looking at me in the eye and tell me Zeke is 100%. No, that's true. That is true. So, so what do you expect if Zeke does play? Like, what do you expect from Pollard? How many points? I think Pollard could get you a solid 10 to 12. Like I don't mm-hmm. think that's out of out of the realm of possibility, especially if he scores one early BS tud. Then I mean, you're definitely looking at like a twelve to fifteen game. Then if he scores one early BS tud, yeah. I mean, it, like I said, Pollard and Pollard. The one thing Pollard has is he just doesn't have. He hasn't really had since his rookie year, or second year. Pollard can take the ball seventy five eight yards. Like, so who are the who are the Cowboys playing? The Raiders. Oh yeah, he's gonna violate for sure. Tony Tony Pollard or Ramondre Stevenson this week. Ramondre Stevenson had nine last week with who, who are the Harris Patriots playing. playing? Um, the Patriots are playing. They play Tennessee. Yeah. I would still start Tony Pollard. Yeah, I think I go with Pollard too. And yeah, I, Pollard. I don't know if I don't know what was going on with Tennessee last week, but I just think the early week asking Zeke to come back in four, in four days is kind of yeah. just a lot on the body. I'm not saying he won't play. I'm just saying that's a lot on the body to ask him to sit there and come back in four days. Yeah. Um, as, I mean, as a Zeke owner, I, I'd prefer that they honestly sit Zeke for a week and let him get healthy. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't need. I don't need. Ha- I don't need like 
half throttle Zeke for the rest of the season. That wouldn't stubby, be stubby Zeke. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it says he was listed as a limited participant yesterday at practice. So that's a good could. sign. I mean, Kamara didn't practice yesterday, not to get into a different topic, but Kamara's probably not playing on Thursday. I mean, and like I said, I mean, I don't know. I like I said, I said even if Zeke does play, there's no way Tony Paul doesn't get some type of uptick in carries or touches or whatever it is, regardless. Yeah. But um staying well, with the go ahead. Somebody somebody say something. One last question. Because we don't even I mean, we don't really have to talk about the receivers after this question. Cedric Wilson or Michael Gallup, who's who finishes higher? I don't even I didn't even look at the their game really last week, but I mean just off the top of my head, I'm thinking Gallup. Yeah, I'm thinking Gallup as well. I feel like he's just been in the system a little longer too. I think he's got a little more chemistry with Dak. Do you guys know how he did last week? I think that well, the game was horrible. Dak look up the stats. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna discuss Dak later, but yeah, that was definitely disappointing. Gallup I mean, had well, five, five receptions, forty four yards. But 10 targets, though? Yeah, 10 targets. Wow. Yeah. I'm saying sure. the, the, the work is going to be there. That's not going to be the problem. Like The, the Raiders aren't that good either. Like, they can. Raiders they can... are awful. It's yeah, like they... the Raiders play good when they want to play good. They've been a rough few weeks for them. Yeah. They've been. But, I mean, yeah. Cedric Wilson has seven targets. Yeah. Actually, I actually feel like he's a guy Dak's comfortable with. I mean, it's not like he's getting seven targets every single game, but. There hasn't been a single game he's played in that he hasn't been targeted. So, I mean, I seven, like seven's not a bad number. No, and that's what I'm saying. I mean, and you can Anytime. literally tell when you're watching the offense that he's literally the fastest. He, he looks like the most explosive receiver, at least when I'm watching their offense. He looks like he, wear, he wears that number one, too, bro. So, he looks, yeah, awesome. he looks better. <laughs> Any, anytime you get like five or more targets, you're, you're worth a good look. I guarantee you Dak will be fine throwing him the ball and will not, like, have any concerns. Yeah. All in Schultz will lead the team this week in receiving. Wow. And if Blake Jarwin's back, it's going to be the tight end game. Here we go every week with these tight ends, man. Here you go. Anyhow, yes, um, God bless you if you have a Mario CD. Um, we're going on to – I don't even know why we're talking about this. Um, Andy Dalton came back. And play football again, I guess, if you want to call it that, or however you want to look at it. Um, I don't know. He came back, had a good game against uh, my Ravens. I don't know if that was just like a spark thing where it just so happened to work for him that day, or if he actually played. It's the red football. rifle. I don't, I don't know. It's the no, game. or was it just simply that he's played the Ravens a thousand times, so he actually knows what to Represent do? Represent the gingers of the world. <laughs> Hit Darnell Mooney about he. Let's put this way: this That's is more of a Darnell Mooney thing than anything. Darnell Mooney over, has, I think the whole Bears offense is better with Dalton than I do too. With, Darnell, Mooney had, Darnell Mooney had 15 targets. Yeah, 16. Yeah, 16, actually. 16. 16. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Well, I mean, was he but, getting like six when he had but he only caught he only caught five. So for real? That's terrible. Either yeah, he wasn't was getting five. open or those passes weren't accurate, like y'all were talking about to Andy Dalton. Fields played some of that game. We're not we're, hey. Hey, don't worry about <laughs> all that. We're gonna talk about I think he would have got yanked anyway, even if he didn't get hurt. It was bad. So, how many targets did Allen Robinson have? That's the real question. He didn't play. He that didn't. Oh, He's wow. got that that's why Mooney's. Injury. That's why I like Mooney because really, oh, like, wow. Okay, Robinson so has a hammy. Point, there's, there's no way on a side note we get to the end of the year and the Bears just don't trade or release Allen Robinson. There's no way. Like he's in a contract year. Oh yeah. Oh, he's ready yeah. to go. 
Oh, he's done. He's ready to go. I'm not going to catch you. Yeah. Where would you guys like to see Allen Robinson go? Fan, in, like in terms of straight fantasy. Keep saying it because they need number two receiver every time. The Packers. He's not yeah. a number two receiver. Huh? He's an alpha. I don't know, bro. I, I look at this. I mean, like you a, have to like, have some type of questions after this year. All of it can't. Just I'm about to say, I look at him like I look at Kenny Galladay, where it's like, I don't know no. oh my what, what the heck is about to happen. Dude, he's I'm bad with the year. Kenny Galladay thing. I'm just saying. You Dude, can't look at his numbers. Okay, but hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying about the numbers. What I'm saying is, you can't deny the fact that he just didn't, he, he hasn't looked good this year. All of the blame cannot be on the quarterback. There's no reason Darnell Mooney every single week That's what I'm to him. There has to be something else to that other than just the quarterback throwing Allen Robinson the ball. I just throwing he's not, he's not trying to get open. Like, he's just I'll, give you, I'll open. give you my answer. The Raiders. Where would you draft him, though? The Raiders. The Raiders. Where would you draft him next year? I mean, I just asked you yesterday, where were you drafting? Um, Debo. Debo. So if you say you'll take Debo, I mean, Allen Robinson over Debo. I didn't. I'm not saying anything. I'm just asking. I'm just. I saying. don't think I want him. I think I. <laughs> so he's like, he's like Odell to me. But the question like, is, how bad do you let one bad year scar you? This that's really my question. That's exactly what I was going to say. Do you draft him or do you draft? I'm trying to think of a good example. Calvin Ridley. I'm not trying to be funny. Okay. Yeah. It's the truth. It's the truth. For the sake of the episode. I mean, um, having Waller and Allen Robinson, that might be kind of healthy, honestly. And Derek Carr is not bad. He just no, no, he's not. He's, he's just not. he's just. I think Derek Carr is solid. I think he's he's good. Like I don't think he's great or anything. I think he's a good quarterback, but he's not. He is what he is. It's not like we don't know what he is at this point. Um, but yeah, uh, what was I about to say about that? Let's get into uh, since we have a Jet fan on, um, <laughs> let's just talk about the emergence of Elijah Moore. Um, it's not like the last week. It's like a last four or five week thing if you look at it. He's um. He's been a legit thing, but we've all just noticed the trend. It's kind of hard to pick out which select rookies are going to be doing their thing at this point in the season. But every year, there's at least three, four, five guys that if you hold on to them till about week 11, you probably didn't regret. But sometimes you can't afford to do that. And let's not lie. Four weeks ago, Elijah Moore probably was the easy drop on your roster. If you had for sure. I dropped him. I I dropped him a while back. And then I've had to pick him back up, of course. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. And sometimes I drop guys throwing, like, taking my anticipation, okay, well, they suck right now, so maybe nobody else will pick them back up for the time being. <laughs> but um, let me make sure I'm not getting this wrong. Sorry. He went off yeah. last week, yo. Yeah, I'm saying he's worked his way all the way into the top 36. He has four touchdowns in the last three weeks. And I'm saying, look at the last five weeks. 9.7, 10.10, 23.9, 12, and 25.6. Yeah, I, I think it's mainly just because he's got some quarterbacks like giving him some opportunities. Like Zach Wilson – He's like it's still a little bit iffy, like behind center. But you know, Joe Flacco is gonna, you know, he's gonna bomb that thing, bro. He he before the game, he came out saying he was gonna give his receivers opportunities, just give him a chance to make a play. And I mean, Joe Flacco, I, I don't know if that's gonna continue when Zach. Wilson I'm about to say, back, would you trade? Would you trade uh, Elijah Moore in a package, knowing that Zach Wilson will eventually come back? I mean, I mean, yeah, I think it's a, more of a sell high situation at this point. You just gotta look at the numbers look and the Jets have one of, have like a top three easiest schedule for the rest. Oh, of look season. at that schedule. And there's a real question. What what do you do? Like, do you have to start Zach Wilson because he picked him number two? Like, do you have to? Or? Oh yeah, the Jets are 100 percent going to start Zach Wilson this week for sure. They already they already came out and said that. Really? No. Yeah. No. 
I'm no, saying. What do you mean? No. Back in the last column. Shoot, I, I'm fine with the Bears sitting Justin Fields, and he was drafted high too. I don't care. Shoot, we need to win games. Exactly. I don't. Well, I mean, Trey Lance hasn't started, but when Jimmy G was hurt, that's true. He drafted what number number four? I mean, don't take it the wrong way. Trey Lance probably looked the worst out of the rookie quarterbacks I watched. Malik, who do you want to start? Um. I mean, just as a Jets fan, like I, I would say Zach Wilson, just because you need your rookie QBs to get reps. Like yeah. if I'm talking fantasy, like I'd probably prefer Flacco. But um, in terms of just like, yeah, it's just getting Zach Wilson some reps. Like he needs to get back in there. It's been like four weeks at this point. Like he's got in in this our schedule is easy. Like this is gonna be the best chance he has to, to get Flacco get into that uh Fitzpatrick stage. Are you <laughs> so quick question? Would you say Zach Wilson does play? Would you rather start Elijah Moore or would you rather start Michael Gallup? Mm. I'm, I'm gonna have to go with Gallup just because the Cowboys are down bad at receiver, and I know uh, Gallup's gonna get his targets. Yeah. I don't know what Zach and Elijah Moore are gonna do to because Zach Wilson loves Corey Davis, man. So, and guys, Corey Davis would definitely take away from yeah. one of his targets. Um, I would just go with Gallup. Uh... The matchup was definitely there for Elijah Moore, but sometimes you got to pick volume over uh, matchup. I mean, yeah. and yeah. let's be honest, the Jets receiving room is actually a little deeper than people think when you watch the game. Like, a lot of guys touch the ball. You'll still have your occasional Braxton Berrios catches for some odd <laughs> reason, and then other stuff of that sort. But, uh, I, need, I need one more Jets perspective here. Michael right. Carter's out. Is it Tevin Coleman or Ty Johnson that we want? Oh, it's, it's definitely Ty Johnson. I mean, they're going to be splitting carries, but Ty Johnson I is probably going to come out there starting. If I had Ty to- Johnson should probably be a high waiver priority for you guys if you yeah, really need a running back because they're playing the, Tex- the Texans. Yeah, I would definitely be looking for Ty Johnson on that waiver wire. He he runs a lot harder than people think, man. And when I watch the games, he runs hard. I actually seen a couple of clips where I didn't mean to be watching. I was like, okay, damn. He runs. <laughs> you're, you're, you're guaranteed at least one truck stick every game. For sure. Okay. But, uh, yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, let's go ahead and get into some Darnell Mooney action. Um, at this point, I don't think it's an undeniable thing. If if you were willing to, like, hold on to it, I think you actually have something. But I do agree. Like, even though I do love Fields, I do agree. I, just, I think Dalton gives Mooney just a better chance to be more consistent play compared to what Fields offers. But, I mean – at least with Fields, you can't say, like, Fields just wasn't throwing him the ball. He was still getting targeted. It wasn't just, like, he wasn't getting targeted by either quarterback. It was just last week was an anomaly. I don't know how he got 16 targets. Quick question. Elijah Moore, Darnell Mooney, and Michael Gallup rank those three. For this week? For this week, yeah. Michael Gallup, Darnell Mooney, Elijah Moore. I'd agree with that. I can't. I think that I'm not, like, afraid of Mooney. It's just that, like, we know Dak, though. Dak's going to sling the ball. Someone's got to catch it. Like is, we said. Um, is Dalton for sure starting? Yeah. Okay. I think yeah. uh, Fields actually that. hurt. Like, he, he hurt his rib or something. It's because of you. <laughs> it is just making it up. I, I don't you think do? they want to play him. Do is wish bad <laughs> I got a question while we're on this uh, topic about the Bears. You stream Andy Dalton this week against Detroit in in the Thanksgiving. Uh, shoot. <laughs> um, hey, that's not a bad question. Actually, 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 let's wait. Let's wait till we talk about those games. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, for me, I would take Gallup. 
Then Elijah Moore, then Mooney last. Um, Respect. I know the Zach Wilson thing coming back is tough, but sometimes as simple as the coach is not stupid, just give him the ball. Like he'll yeah. get Elijah Moore the ball. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, there's a there's a chance, you know, we drafted Zach Wilson because he's got a cannon for an arm. There's a chance they might take a bunch of deep shots. There's down a chance he actually moves. knows how to play good football. Like yeah, there's he, a really I mean, chance that happens. So sometimes you need to sit back and watch for a little bit. He did he not have the easiest start of schedule this year, Zach mm-hmm. Wilson. Um, so you know, it is what it is. Part about being a rookie, you have you're gonna have your ups and downs. Um yeah. So uh we're gonna go ahead and get into some underperformers from the past week. And um, let's just start off with the obvious biggest dud. I don't know what uh, Dakota Prescott was doing, but uh, apparently he decided to not play football, I guess. Okay, even with CD getting hurt or whatever, bro, I don't care what – don't get me wrong. That was the best the Chiefs defense looked all year. I'm not going to deny that. But there's no reason that Prescott should be putting up two points in a fantasy game. That they, there's only 50 yards worth of offense. He, I don't almost, know he, he threw he 43 almost, passes, too. What he the almost heck? lost me the week. How do you, you know, throw 43 passes and put up two points? That No, that humanly can't be possible. 216, two picks. Two was picks sacked, and a fumble. Was sacked yeah. five times and ran oh the ball zero. I mean, if you think about it, one pick is minus two points, and it takes 25 what, yards. What are, the Cowboy, what are the Cowboys no. doing? What is their O-line <laughs> doing? They pay, the, they pay the O-line outrageously. No, yeah, I'm not going to lie. Your franchise quarterback gets sacked five times. Yeah, Chris Jones single-handedly, like, Killed the Cowboys. If you watch yeah. that game, like he single-handedly oh, yeah. dominated everybody. This is a Chiefs team that's thirty-second against opposing quarterbacks. I don't know how you don't get double-digit points. Is I'm he, not gonna lie. Is he sitable? Is he sitable on Thursday? No, no, we've not gotten to that. Like, don't overreact off one. We're not. We haven't gotten to that. He point. has no receivers though. Like, that receiver. I'm saying, would you start somebody else over? Him? I'm not saying like you just give have me a, to give him. me a name. And a reasonable, a reasonable one for me to actually have. Uh, what, like Joe Burrow? Is that a reasonable, reasonable name or something like that? Or, the only uh, one I would consider on our waiver wire starting over him, and our waiver wire to give you, let you guys know: Matt Ryan, Mac Jones, Tyrod Taylor, Big Ben, Tua, Andy Dalton. Um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not necessarily thinking waivers. I'm just saying, like, if you have a QB two, like, uh, I mean, I would honestly Kirk consider Cousins. starting. Carson Wentz. I think Kirk Cousins is a good example. Like, I don't want to start Kirk Cousins this week. Andy Dalton. I'll be honest with you. I would consider. I'm a DAC owner. I don't have the roster space. I would consider Jimmy G. See, exactly. Past four yeah. weeks. Past four weeks. 28, 20, 16, and 15. I mean, <laughs> Class, that, that sounds like Jimmy G numbers. Honestly, I, I wouldn't expect anything more, anything less. So, how many points do we expect from DAC? I expect either. 20 because I think he's going to have to run some. 20? I guess he could. He could score On Thanksgiving, you'll have the Thanksgiving cleats. He's going what are you playing? The Raiders. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, he could score 20, I guess. Uh, how many Joe Burrow had nine last week, which is a little concerning, and he played the Raiders, but. It could be an ugly game, man. Raiders versus Cowboys with no receivers. I mean, it, it just depends what Raiders team we're getting, man. They've looked really good and really bad. Like the first week they came out, hit hit the Ravens in the mouth. No offense, Joe, but like it's just, I, I don't know what kind of Raiders team we gonna get. They hit the Steelers in the mouth too, right after. They were, yeah, look, yeah. They are better when they use Darren Waller. Agreed. It's Agreed. like week one when they won. He had 19 targets last week. They were in the game. If you watch the game, they were in the game. It wasn't like they weren't. 
Darren Waller was having a good game. It's not, I'm not saying it's all Darren Waller, but you got to get your best player involved to win games. He is their best player. But, um, I mean, yeah, I always say that. I, I just don't understand coming from somebody that was a Darren Waller owner in the beginning of the season. It just, it's like they try to not get him the ball sometimes. Like, I, I just don't understand watching the offense. I get you can't just physically force the ball to somebody when they're getting double and triple teamed all the time, but sometimes you can. Yes. Like, sometimes, yes. You could just simply throw the ball to somebody if they're double teamed. It's okay. I, I don't know. It felt like the first couple of games the Raiders had the formula together and how I thought the offense should be run. And now I'm just kind of confused on what they're doing. They just seem like they went backwards to me. The moral of this story is Dak better figure it out because I'm not here for him to be losing me games once we get close to the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not going to lie. It seems like he's about to be down every single offensive weapon. Well, main top, his big three at least is what it seems like. Um, yeah. yeah. And Jeff Wilson was another big stinker of the week, I'm not going to lie. Um, I think he was a smash play for everybody, especially if you were lucky enough to grab him off waivers or if you were in a fab league where you had to probably spend a majority or not all your money on Jeff Wilson. Um, yeah, I don't know what happened against Jacksonville. And it makes it worse because San Francisco is putting up numbers. It wasn't just like they played a terrible. I mean, I don't understand how Jeff Wilson had that bad of a game against Jacksonville. I mean, like I said, I don't know. Jacksonville is also one of those teams as well to me that only plays well when they want to play well for some odd reason. The thing is, like, I don't even remember what the score was to the game. Like, they actually handled Jacksonville, and he only ran for 50 yards. Like, It's because Debo was the running back. Like he, yeah, they were giving Debo carry. I was confused. Debo, I was at the game, and they got on, like, the 20, and Debo lines up at running back and runs it to, like, the two, and then they throw a touchdown because who runs the ball in the two-yard line? You're supposed to throw the ball. Yeah, I don't have the numbers on me, but I know Jeff Wilson must have gotten a healthy amount of carries. He got 19. 19, and he only got six points yet. That's that, that's pretty bad. Elijah Mitchell just brings a whole different kind of game to the 49ers, man. Sermon had 10 carries. Oh, wow. Sermon got some PT. Sermon got involved. He had a long ca- uh, catch, too. So, But, yeah, Wilson, 2.6 yards per carry. That's He's clearly the not the same guy we saw last year. I don't know it's what second week in a row he's averaged under three yards a carry. It's not a coincidence. Yeah. Do you think they lean more on Cern- is Elijah more? I mean, is Elijah Mitchell playing next week? Or is uh, it too sh- I think he should. I think he should be playing. He only okay. he, did, he just did something to his finger. I oh, he has his finger. Yeah, yeah. He should yeah. be good. Hey, I would if you can. I mean, obviously they're good at running the ball, but that's one of those backfields that's like with all these guys coming back healthy. Before be, we know it, Trey Sermon could be the guy in two weeks. That's my point. It could be any right. guy's game. I think and, it's Mitchell, though. I think Mitchell has it. Like, oh, I think Mitchell has looked the best, is what I will say. He's like As long as he's healthy, I think Mitchell will get those 19 carries, and he can put up 90 yards every time. Like, And we're going to talk about this little runaround thing. Like, Are we going to keep just going for these running backs every year because they're in that offense? Or at what point do we just say, Basically. as a fantasy community, we're not drafting any 49ers until, like... It's hard to draft one, but it's like, you got to have no, one. No, I actually realize you're better off just waiver-wiring one during the season. Yeah. At some point, one of them will appear. <laughs> After we won. Yeah, get the annual Moster injury and have one of the 49ers running backs pop off. Yeah, I forgot about him. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> exactly. Wow. So, I mean... I mean, we did get a nice Elijah Mitchell... Mitchell's been good. Like, he's a good running back. Okay, and now that's the problem. Next year, we got six running backs going into training camp. <laughs> yeah. Like, every year, this is the problem. We have, like, six running backs on the 49ers roster that could all play. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, let's get ahead to the last dud. Um, yeah, I don't know what DK's been what's been going on the last two weeks. Let, I don't know let the DK owner talk about it. <laughs> Him and Lockett I, switch switch uh sw- yeah. switch positions, man. I don't know who is DK owner here or if anybody is a DK owner here. Yeah, I um, am. Yeah. Assuming that's just I mean, he was fine up until that point. It's just – and you try not to overreact to two bad weeks. But last year kind of scarred me. If you look at DK and Tyler Lockett, those last couple of – like the last eight weeks, they both – honestly, they had one good week. The area, they pretty much lost you the back half of the season. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, they were pretty bad. And this even with Russ. It's um, the old – it's the, the old like atrocious. But it's just – why does Russ – I'm going to ask the same question every year. Why do you make this so hard? You have Tyler Lockett and DK. Please stop making it so hard. Like, it cannot be that hard to, to keep two fantasy receivers relevant every single week. It just – it can't be that hard. I'm telling you, it's the old Miss boys, him and A.J. Brown, college teammates, both stinking it up. Hey, don't say that. That boy Elijah Moore is also Ole Miss. Oh, Man, really? Not at Ole Miss. Oh, okay. I didn't <laughs> know have against Ole Miss, but – Nothing. I'm just saying. The old Miss boys stinking it up. Draft yeah, no, Bammer, it's just – Draft Bammer owner, it's uh, – it's pretty disappointing because you expect him, you expect Russell Wilson to come back after, you know, what's his name? Geno, Geno Smith has been out there and you expect him to just ball out. And then, you know, DK is getting less points with Wilson than he was with Skino. And it's like, what's going on, man? They don't, their offenses where I'm looking at these numbers, like Russell Wilson completed 14 passes. Like, what do you do with that? Like, I don't they look, know. Hor- they look horrible. Like, their offense, something's not right. Any new play call, something's just weird. Russell like, they have too much talent. To he's be 32. Like so, like, are, are if he has a couple more bad weeks, are we getting to the point where you say, is Russ's prime? No, I don't think he's on Russ. Like, he's still a good quarterback. I know he had a bad – he's had a bad last two games. I mean, he is coming off an injury, so I'll give him some slack on that. But it's like their old line is not good. They have no running game. I mean – Every time he hikes the ball, it's like he's running for his life, just trying to chuck a ball up in the air. It's like they need some more creativity to their offense, in my but opinion. This has been a story since 2016. It's like it is what it is. No, no, but like since 2016, Russ has been like a top top five quarterback at least probably like three of those years. So it's not like Russ is the issue. It's just like. No, yeah, I meant like. And DK and Ty Lock has actually been good good fantasy options. I mean, yeah. We almost every year. So it's not so like. Getting, you more so just be getting lucky, like. It's not lucky, lucky, man. The, the, o, the O-line is sucked every year. It's not like a guess. Like, you just so happy yeah. he hasn't gotten destroyed and he got destroyed right now. Like, it was bound to happen at some point. Let's go ahead and get into some of the Thursday matchups. This, did y'all hear that? Or is it me? Yeah, you're good. Okay. Uh, let's go ahead and get into some of the Thursday matchups this week. Um, I'm going to have to start off with the most boring one for me. I'm sorry. Let's start off with the Lions and Bears. Um. Let's be honest. We wouldn't be watching this if you didn't have fantasy players. Only reason you'd be watching this because you're sitting there eating and you have no other choice. The Andre Swift owners. Oh, don't don't get me wrong. Montgomery's a smash. Like that's that's my guy this week. So I mean, um, are you anyone considering the Bears defense? No, oh. just because Khalil Mack is down for the season. So I don't want. I I don't think I'll pick up the Bears defense the rest of the season. Hear me out though. I mean, not in a weird way, but like Boyle. Jared, hold up. Jared Goff is not starting, right? He is not. Oh, Boyle. okay. Okay. That so let's give you a floor. Let's give you a solid you just, floor. You, say you just saw what they did against us. Even even though we had our backup quarterback, same thing for the Lions. You think the Lions better their backup quarterback than us? Who is the Lions backup quarterback? 
Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle, right? You didn't know that. <laughs> One Dude. career college football touchdown pass. <laughs> he's he's no Mike serious? White. He's no Mike White, yes. but you know. I'm you serious. Say, what? They drafted him. The reason he's on the team is because he has a NFL arm. Is like his whole like. Prospect. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Actually, I'm about to go pick up the Bears defense. How about I say I would play the Bears defense because what's the score? How many points higher than yours? How about I say how many points are is Detroit actually going to score? One DeAndre Swift touchdown or ten points. So I mean they give you a solid floor, and if they can I get some sacks, any more than we did against them. I said they can get a few sacks and a pick. Shoot, they can give you eleven points. Hey, unless oh, it's like a, a Mike White situation, and he's dropping four tutties for, no for four hundred yards or how, whatever he did. Who knows? I just don't think the Lions have that type of fortune. But yeah, hey, that, you never know. Not. I mean, um, I think Mooney is an easy start for everybody, is my assumption. Um, the, the moral of this story is start Montgomery, start Mooney if you need to, start Swift, and maybe start the Bears defense. Don't play Darnell that. Mooney like that. <laughs> he worked his way into the top 30. He deserves to be started. Don't play him like that. You start him or? I'll start Darnell Mooney over Tyler Lockett. That gave you an answer. And I feel like that's a good comparison in terms of ranges that they're in. Nah, I'd agree. It's hard Mooney. to ignore after he got six, what you said, 16 targets last yeah. week. Yeah. Mooney or Chase Claypool? Mooney. Mooney had or Claypool had five for 93. He just didn't score. Um, yeah, he would, Big Ben had that Slim Jim arm of his and knew how to throw the ball. To yes, he would have scored. That was bad. Mooney or Brandon Cooks? Mooney. Yeah, give me give me Mooney. Actually, I'm sorry, Brandon Cooks actually just is starting to scar me. So start Mooney this I week. mean, they yeah. they are they are playing the Jets though, huh? Dude, he had a good matchup last week, and Cooks had like three but points. Two. Or yeah, two. Oh, man, he's had a good matchup like the last like the whole season. He hasn't had a good matchup since I traded him. Very <laughs> good game since I traded him. Yeah. So I, I'm not a lot. Swift, Swift actually, he's been surprising me the last two weeks. I'm not for over 150 in back to back weeks, didn't he? Yeah. Like, even with how bad his offense is, like, he's People great. don't want to admit it. They do not need another back. Like, he's, he can, I hate to say it. Swift is like to me on that McCaffrey level in terms of like you can literally give him the ball twenty three. Skill set, yeah, skill set wise. Just, just put somebody in there that can spell him for like two, three plays at a time to give him yeah. a breather. Like, but Swift has a skill set of some of the top guys that I watch in the league. Like, he he's RB seven on the year now. You you could say he's not like as cut heavy or as sharp running his routes, but he's still a great route runner. Just not as good as McCaffrey or Kamara. Like, he's probably top five receiving like back. Like, and that's what I'm saying. I mean, like. Legit. The actual skill set, they are not – honestly don't think they are, like, five to seven better running back, like, with a skill set that DeAndre Swift presents. He's like an Eckler, literally. Like, I'm looking at his numbers compared to Eckler. I mean, besides the touchdowns, like, he's putting out the same numbers. And it shouldn't be surprising. I mean, Anthony Lennis is now his offensive coordinator. Austin Eckler's coach for the last three or four years. That's true, yeah. So, it shouldn't be anything surprising. Um, so, for for the rest of the season, you taking DeAndre Swift or, or Aaron Jones? I'm taking Swift. Swift. Just because I know because I, I know injury. Yeah. In championship week, Swift plays Atlanta. And He's I feel like the Packers, the Packers are slowly starting to play AJ Dillon more while the, the Lions are slowly starting to play Jamal Williams. I know Jamal Williams is yeah. slowly starting to play Jamal Williams less. Yeah. 
And in general, he's just been better than him this season. Like, it's not even like you're – Swift could have been doing this because you want to give Jamal Williams 12 touches every <laughs> week. Swift yeah. averaged 9.7 yards a carry on Sunday. Jeez. Yeah, he only had 14 carries. He went for like – I don't know how many 36. It was insane, yeah. 10 yards a puck. My God. Well, yeah. Um, he's getting you a point every time he touches the ball. ball. Like, literally. Um, yeah. Uh, that's Lions and Bears news, unless you guys got some other people you want to start. Um, obviously, you start T.J. Hawkinson if you have him. Um, other than that, I don't think you start anybody else, really. At least that's where I am. I don't start anybody else. Um, but, yeah, we go ahead and get into this Raiders and Cowboys game. Uh, actually, let's do that one last. Let's, do one. let's get into the Saints and Bills game. Um, at this point, I don't know what I'm – other than Kamara, I don't know why I'm watching the Saints. I don't, yeah, I don't know why I'm watching the Saints games. Adam Troutman. Adam Troutman scored this week. Please. He had 15 fantasy points. Okay. Be well, you can take over. But he's out for four weeks, so he got are, you, are you guys like what's up with what's up with Josh Allen last week, man? Who was that? Look at Talk look about at the that. Bills. Look at the Bills wins who they're against this year. And Look at who their losses are against, and you will see a trend. I didn't so. expect them to get handled like that by the Colts. I'm going to be real. I was upset. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor had one of the best fantasy games of all time. Exactly. So, what's up with Mark? Like, if – so, is Kamara playing? He didn't I mean, practice. it's a short he week. Didn't, he didn't practice yesterday. Not a good sign. Mm. Would you – I know, like, I'm pretty sure the Bills are still, like, top three against running backs and fantasy. Oh, actually, Mark Ingram has a Q next to his name. What's going on there? <laughs> Oh, Tony Jones, come here. He has, a, he has a knee issue. He was limited oh, oh, during practice. Oh, no. Mark Ingram. He was limited. He practiced, but he was limited. But says I, might burn, I might be burning my waiver on Tony Jones then. That's why we need to do fab. But go ahead. That's for another conversation. So, I mean, say Mark Ingram does play and Kamar doesn't play. Do you start Mark Ingram? Because, I mean, the Bills are known for having a good rushing defense, but, like, I think you have to. John Taylor had 50 last week. So, I mean, I know he's not Jonathan Taylor, but clearly something's I definitely up think with the, the Bills. Bills are going to are going to get it together this week. I, I don't think they can get hit in the mouth like that and then come back and not do anything. And also the Colts probably have like arguably the best O-line in football, so I don't think anyone else is going to destroy the Bills like that. That's a great point. Do you start any receivers outside of Stefan Diggs for the Bills? Cole Beasley, I'd look at in a PPR league. These last three weeks, I've had Cole Beasley last three weeks. I've started him every week, and it's been bad. I don't know what his numbers are, but I can pull him up. I told you the Stephon Diggs train was coming. Yeah, so it's over for for Beasley for me. It's right only now. a matter of time for Josh Allen to stop doing that. Let me spread the ball around. Crap. No. Is it over for Dawson Knox? He actually, he was actually like the second best receiver on the team last See, week. I don't think it's over. I just think he's. He's down dependent, like about What do you mean? He had a good week last week. No, I'm not hating on I'm saying, but he's what you get every year out of a tight end off the waiver. You find one or two guys that you could probably keep the rest of the year. They're not going to, you know, blow your team away, but they keep you – they don't lose you games is what I'm saying. He's not like he's going to lose you a game, but he's not going to – He was great. No, literally, before he got hurt, he was like top three for sure. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. And I'm saying that's when he was scoring touchdowns. I'm not being for real. I'm not trying to be. I'm not a hundred yard game in there. Last week he had 10, 10 targets, six receptions, eighty yards. Like he didn't even score a touchdown. Yeah, I'm yeah, saying if you tell me he did that type of volume, then okay. 
But before, it wasn't like he was getting 10 targets. He was scoring once or twice a week, though. Yeah. So it made it a little – like I always say, one touchdown makes up for 60 yards. Like, that's a lot. Like, one catch can make up for 60 yards if it just so happens to be at the one-yard line. Yeah. So it makes up for a lot to me. Um, But I think Knox is a good – I don't think you should drop him. Like, you're not going to just find a way better tight end than Knox off the waiver right now. At least I would be okay starting Knox if I don't have one of the top guys. Um, but uh, looking from the Saints' perspective, like I said, uh, that's it. That's the only yeah. player you can play. Yeah, I say, just I, a I running really, back. I really Whatever running back plays, yeah. I, I really don't know what you do there. Uh, yeah, for the Bills, maybe you can get lucky with one of the running backs. I don't I don't know. I wouldn't. I, I guess the know. Saints. The Saints actually have a good defense. And that's what I'm saying. Maybe you know something I don't know. Uh, it's getting to the point again where it's like the only startable players are Josh Allen, the Diggs, and Knox. Really? Like, that's it. Like, you're not yeah. starting anybody. Like, Emmanuel Sanders is Emmanuel Sanders is a great football player in real life. He's not what I yeah. like a fancy guy. But, like, he's really good to have on your team. And if you're a Bills fan, like, you're happy that you have him. He may not, like, be providing 23 fantasy points a game, but you know what I mean? He started off so good. It's just like after, yeah, like the last like four or five weeks, it's just been mid. Are like, you still keeping Emmanuel Sanders on your bench? If you yeah, can? I mean, there's not that many other options. To if like, you actually are in a league where people are actually smart, there's no way your waivers are that deep right now. There, there's yeah. no way. I would take Mooney over him, low key. Well, so, so you would take Mooney over him? Right now, yeah, I would. As long as Andy Dalton is Would you take Brandon Ayuk over him? Probably. Ayuk's kind of been popping off. Like, I was saying, probably. Ayuk's trending in a nice direction. He's had week nine, he had 16. Week 10, he had four. Week 11, he had 18. I know he's like a fourth right there, but I mean. The last four weeks, Emmanuel Sanders put up zero, 8.5, six, and four. Mm. Like, what is it? What are you doing with that? I'd rather take I'd rather take the double digit and then single digit and double digit week than deal yeah. with Yeah. Yeah. Or just take a shot on somebody oh, who has a chance of being good. Like. This man Mooney has 16 targets. Like, give me that over those four catches from Emmanuel Sanders. Like, that's how I'm looking at it. Um, yeah. Like I said, uh, I don't know if you start. I don't know if you start either one of these defenses. I obviously would be more willing to start the Bills defense. I don't know yeah. about y'all. If I had to pick one, I'd be more willing to start the Bills defense. Um, yeah, I just want to start a defense against Josh Allen because you never know. I mean, but. <laughs> If you started close, you started close. I mean, yeah, it's him. like Josh Allen to have those back. His two worst games were against the Colts and the Jaguars. Not really, yeah. not too worse, <laughs> I'm not really understanding what's the I want, him, I want the quarterbacks to get together between him, Mahomes, whatever yeah. Dak had going on last week. Get together, man. Come on. Like, yeah, it was an off week for all these elite quarterbacks. Like, stop. <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead and get into the last game uh, for Thursday. Um, this would be the Raiders versus the Cowboys. I think this game has the most fantasy output. Um, most fantasy points should be put up in this game based off what am I how do two offenses function? Um I guess we start off with the Raiders. So Darren Waller, Hunter and Fro. There's nothing else to talk about. Josh Jacobs, maybe, but Yeah, you gotta be in eh. trouble if you're gonna start start Jacobs against this Cowboys D. That sucks. Josh Jacobs, that's not like I'm not even surprised anymore. He's stubby. He's literally, it's, it's not a surprise. Josh <laughs> it's pretty Jacobs clear is, he's just going to have injury every year. He's from now on. And he's going to run for like 3.5 a carry, and the Raiders aren't good enough to score enough for him to get a bunch of points. So, yeah. 
See, I don't know how the think Josh Jacobs is a quality running back. Just not the right team. So yeah, he, he's talented, but it's just like, yeah, he needs to be on a better. I mean, offense. if you told me he was throwing the ball and all the other opportunities, I feel like a similar comparison, like how he like the usage. I mean, to me, James Robinson is like a good example. Like Josh Jacobs could do like the same things to me, at least. Um, he runs hard. Nobody can tell me he he can't run the ball. Like he knows how to run the ball. Yeah. Um, in Alabama, the thing was. Tilly watches college football. I know a little more like like me, but Alabama threw him the ball all the time. So I was like really confused when he got to the league. Like they threw him the ball all the time. And then when he got to the league, it's like they want to use Jalen Rashard and Kenyon Drake and Devontae Booker. I'm not, I'm not understanding. I, I just don't understand coaches sometimes. I just feel like they make a player like just they can't live up to their potential because of their coaches. Yeah. I mean, I, like I said, I don't. Josh Jacobs has never been appealing to me from a fantasy perspective. So. <laughs> I don't know. Um, obviously, if you are listening in the deeper league, maybe you're starting Derek Carr, I guess, maybe. Um, yeah, I don't know what type of league you have to be in to do that. But uh, maybe, like, you're in a 14-team league or you're in a super flex with two QBs. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, honestly, I just can't see myself starting anybody else from the Raiders. Nobody's really shown themselves since Henry Ruggs uh, has left. Let's just say that. I don't I don't nobody else has really shown emergence. Like Brian Edwards hasn't done what I thought he would do the last couple of weeks. Um, Deshaun Jackson is one deep bomb. It literally just got knocked out of his back pocket. I don't know what he was doing last week. If anybody watched that. That was ridiculous. Uh it was actually yeah, I, I don't he turned around and looked at him and still got it knocked away. I was I was confused. Um but, I mean, even with the Cowboys, how many options do the Cowboys really have going into this week? I mean, the Cowboys probably have more solid options than the Raiders, but, I mean, you might be down Zeke, Amari, and CD. So, yeah. I mean, we kind of previewed a little bit a little bit of this already. I mean, um, I think Gallup is a real play. I think Wilson could be a real play. Uh, Dalton Schultz, like Tilly said. Um, I still think everybody's a play, like even with those top guys being out. Like I said, it's the offense. It's the offense. It's it's the offense. I know that CD and Amari are obviously better than those other guys, but it's still the offense that they're in. These are NFL wide receivers. Like they're there for a reason. Yeah, and I truly believe. Um, I don't know if he would be like a for sure number two, but I believe Gallup on the right situation. He just hasn't had the chance to really. I mean, he had one good year in the league at this rookie year, and they drafted CD. So. It's kind of hard for him to show if he could be a number two receiver or not when they just went out and drafted the CD. Right after Gallup had a really good rookie year, so yeah, I mean, imagine Gallup on the Packers. Like, I know the Packers is always like the example for receivers that need like a, a team that needs a number two receiver, but Gallup on the Packers would be kind of helpful. But they get a damn number two receiver, and I'll stop saying it. Example, <laughs> stop Gallup's, saying it once they actually Gallup's get a free agent after this season. Would you guys? Yeah, is, go ahead. Would you guys be more comfortable? This is like a weird question. Would you guys be more comfortable starting Gallup or DK Metcalf this week? Can't believe we're to that point. I know. Gallup. Let the DK owner. Yeah, I'm I'm still going to start DK. You you draft him too high (laughs) to not start him, dude. I I honestly feel like Russell Wilson is going to get the offense together somehow. I I just can't start. In no world can I start Gallup over DK. I just can't. Yeah. I feel you, but I don't know. Oh, it's a tough spot to be in. Uh, Cause when's the last time DK got ten targets? 
I could. I, I, nah, I, could I mean, I'm just having another thing. Like, Gallup got yeah. 10 targets. I'm not saying, like, that's going to be every week thing. But based off the quality, I mean, quantity of how much the Cowboys throw the football, Gallup should be a walking seven, eight targets. Like, that should be the minimum. He should be a walking seven to eight targets. I don't, I don't know if DK is guaranteeing me seven to eight targets a game. He got eight last week. DK has the ability to guarantee me a 50-yard touchdown any second. That's what I do know. So, it's kind of give and take. And yeah. I haven't seen those Russ deep bomb highlights. Like, you know what I mean? Like, those ones where he just yeah. drops it in. He just – at the beginning of the year, it was going on with Tyler Lock. He has no I mean, time. Yeah. He, he had no one, time. I don't know if y'all saw. He had one really nice deep bomb to lock it on the run, bro. It looked like vintage Russ last week, man. Lock had been good the last two weeks. Like, yeah, he, he, he actually had a great game last week. I forgot how many yards he had. I'm not saying people should trade for him or start him, but I said people. But you're not going to drop Tyler Lockett, obviously. Nobody's going to trade for him either. It's okay to just keep him. I mean, like, he was playing with Geno Smith. I don't I don't know what people thought the four you know. was. Like, I don't know what people thought he was really going to get out of playing with Geno Smith. But what I can tell you is that with Russ, I can't even say he's going to be consistent every week with Russ. But you feel – You got that shot. You know, but you know with those two guys, it takes one play for you to get the update, say Russ to Tyler Lockett, 67 yard to – it just takes one, and that can win you a whole game, just that one play from Russ and Tyler Lockett. He had a 48-yard catch last week. That's insane. He's at least had to have a 25, 30-yard catch every single game he's played in with Russ. So, I mean, that's what I said. His explosive plays are there. Um, yeah, like I said, obviously you got to start Dak. Um, like I said, if you have Tony Pollard, I think the run defense is so bad and they don't want to give Zeke all that work on a short week, especially – I know I can tell they're probably trying to get healthy for the playoffs coming up. Um Assuming the Cowboys don't have some disaster, the Cowboys are going to be in the playoffs this year. Unless something like crazy happens. Um, see, I think it's more about health for them. So I actually would really start Pollard if I had him. Just me. Um, yeah. So uh we're gonna go ahead and get to uh some of our consensus starts of the week. Uh and we, yeah, let's start off with Cam. Um this has been a surprise the last two weeks. Let's just be honest. Um, I thought he'd come back and have some potential, but uh, these last two weeks, I'm assuming he's had to be like a top five, top seven quarterback. I'm assuming just based off what he's done the last two weeks. But uh, Tilly, get on that for me. Go look at that. Um, but yeah, like I said, I don't. He's been number eight over the last two weeks. Say thank you. You know, he's been number seven. T- Taylor Heineke. Oh no! Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, number four is Trevor Simeon. Okay, stop it. You gotta be uh, last two, the last two weeks, yeah, for sure. You're Simeon show in New Orleans, man. <laughs> Hold up, you're serious. Crank, crank him up on Thursday. Crank him, okay. crank him up. Him and Tim Boyle, put him in the lineup. Him and Tim Boyle, crank up. Uh, that's about to be an ugly. That's about to be so ugly. Yeah, um, I guess Buffalo. Yeah, let's not lie. Cam has put up. I think it was sixteen or seventeen, and he put up twenty last week. We see this. Um, we see this with every fantasy quarterback that can run. He put a eleven in the first you week, just because he only he only threw four four passes. But you yeah, get a point for ten passes. yards. So I always like, say that. I, that's why I like. It's always been dumb to me that you have to get twenty five passing yards to get one point. It's not dumb, but it's not like like I don't know. A guy could run for eight yards, and that's the equivalent of somebody throwing an eighteen yard pass. Like I, I you, I've never valued that. Would you start Cam over that? I, I probably yes. would. Would you start him over Josh Allen? No. 
Yes. I don't. I don't think so. Josh Allen, Josh Allen has. I'll consider. Josh Allen can run too. I know, I but yeah, I'm a little bit biased like, as a Josh yeah, but for, Allen. But for some historically, reason. I don't know the answer. How is Cam done against like blitz, like the blitz, like a, a all-out blitz? Is it how you done against the blitz? To, yes, because the Dolphins are going to bring the house. I mean, they got McCaffrey though, so it's like even he gets. Uh, he, you saw me times he threw the ball to McCaffrey last week. That was actually insane. Yeah. Like, it's it was a dump just, down machine. All I'm saying, bro, he's forcing it to McCaffrey. He had his passing stats were Jameis Winston passing stats from earlier in the season. Wow. No, and that's fine. 21 for 27. But the way he plays, it's okay, though. But that's what no, I'm I, saying. The way I, he I plays. I agree. He had 10 carries. Him and McCaffrey both had 10 carries. Yeah, 10 carries. Wow. Like, I, I'm confused. Yes, yeah, like. This is why I do not value guys who have to throw for 374 yards just to get 23 points. Like, Cam can run for 30 yards and get two touchdowns and somehow stand up with 23. So, I'm, I'm just okay with – like I'm okay with my chances with that. Like, like, it doesn't bother me. Like, I genuinely believe every time they get inside the five, I'm like, Cam Newton's about to score. Like, every time they get inside the five, I believe that. And Miami is not good, bro. Like, they can – he, he could definitely score another rushing touchdown again. You could say the blitz, and my problem is the Panthers probably have some of the best check down weapons in the league with DJ Moore, Christian McCaffrey, Robbie Ann, like all guys who can catch the ball and go the distance. So, yeah, and bro, Cam, I don't know if like y'all watch any of the game, but Cam looks real comfortable running that RPO, man. Literally, bro, he looks real comfortable doing. He threw twenty one for twenty seven, like that's an excellent percentage, like on that like short amount of. You know what I'm saying you can't even say they're limiting his passing yards. You can't say they're like trying to limit him in the system. I mean, they they ran the offense. Okay, other than those first odd three weeks, this is the best offense looked like, With, without a doubt. Like so, I'm mad they lost though. Like, how y'all lose, man? I was so excited for Cam. World mad y'all lost. Cam's at the start of the week. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah. uh, yes. Um, and speaking of a Thursday night player or a Thursday day player, whatever he plays, um. David Montgomery is also uh, one of our starts of the week. Um, I think this should be, like, the easiest start of the week. There shouldn't be a debate. The Lions sucking his running back, and it's, it's clear that the Bears, they're committed to Montgomery. It's, like, it's pretty clear. Like, Khalil Herbert went from getting 20 carries to getting none, pretty much. Like, it's pretty clear Montgomery's their guy, and they actually just want to rely on Montgomery. That's their offense, like Montgomery and Darnell Mooney. Um, yeah. I like I like Montgomery a lot. Uh, the the schedule was really good down the rest of the stretch. Um, it's been pretty clear that even the first week back, they gave him 13 carries against a tough Steelers defense. So, uh, I think the workload is there, the opportunities there. Uh, for me, Montgomery's probably a top 12 RB rest away, for me at least. Yeah, I think he's a great play the rest of the season. Um, when he's healthy, he's been really good. So, there's not really much more than that. And I think that without – we don't know how long Justin Fields is out, but I think that – I know he only had 14 for 58 last week, but obviously Andy Dalton's not going to run the ball. Yeah. So once you get closer to the end zone, you're not as concerned about Andy Dalton tucking it away and running for the corner as you and would all, be Justin Fields. The offense should just be better in general, in my opinion. Like He should get more opportunities like in the red zone than with Justin Fields. Yeah, and, and if the second half of a season – like even mimics the first half he's if you have him towards champ championship season you're gonna be yeah. in your hands. um 
in our last one. Uh, I guess he has not made the list so far this year, I don't think. Maybe he did one time. I'm not sure. Um, and that will be Debo Samuel. Um, some people could say this might be obvious, to, but at this point in the season, it still doesn't feel that way. Like, Yeah. It is like he hasn't done anything wrong. It still it just doesn't feel like I have the number four or five receiver if I had him, even though Honestly, he's done that every week. Let me call Kyle Shanahan real quick and tell him that Debo should just be the running back. If you've seen him run the ball, Debo should just be the running back. He should be everything, man. Okay. He's actually amazing, bro. I'm actually looking at his numbers like he's having a great season. He's man. super talented. He's number he's three like, receiver right now. There's not a lot of guys in the league that are getting utilized like he is. He probably like, went undrafted. He probably went undrafted in leagues too. Like somebody just grabbed him and like has a number three receiver. Yeah, in leagues where they have no not with no real knowledge or no like they don't do a lot of research or end up like but even there, I wasn't drafting drafted. I wasn't drafting Debo this year. I wasn't even talking about it. I wasn't even thinking about it. I mean, it. I would have took Debo if he got to a certain round. That's where I was with Debo. I was taking I IU. Yeah, I'm not gonna so, lie, I definitely was on the IU thing. So is uh is Debo the steal of the draft so far? It was I mean, Mike, right it was now, Mike yeah. Williams, but now it's Debo. Yeah, it's definitely uh, Debo. for me. Excuse me. If I saw their ADP, I would have a better answer. But uh, for me, it's either Debo or Leonard Fournette. Nobody expected Fournette to be doing what he was doing. Fournette was like fifth round, though, I think. Fifth or sixth. No. No. He wasn't? He wasn't in the sixth? And maybe you could look that up. I didn't even know who the starter was going into this. I was about to say, I feel like for in most drafts for me, Fournette was not going to like the ninth or tenth. For me, at least. In Mm -hmm. most of my drafts. I think it's Debo. I mean, he's the number three. I mean, Fournette's having a great season, but like he's not like I don't know what his rank is, but Fournette's thirteenth. Okay. I'm saying I think Fournette is a little more important because I think it was harder to find a top twelve running back at that range than it was to find a top ten receiver. Based off what we've seen this year, it was harder to find like how many running backs drafted alongside where Fournette was are actually like in the top twelve right now, yeah. other than Fournette. Yeah, it can't be too many. I mean, that's James, James, James Conner, maybe? Yeah, that's James Conner actually, actually probably. That's actually the steal of the draft. Yeah, James Conner, yeah. No, James Conner has to be the steal. Like, there's no way. He has 12 touchdowns on the season. In most leagues, he was going, like, around, for me, around around eight, around around seven, late seven, early eight. Uh, James Conner's RB6. Sheesh. Wow. Oh, yeah. Uh, wow. Um <laughs> I mean, like I said, right now, he, to me, he's having a Pro Bowl year. That's just me. I mean, For like sure. you can't deny the fact that he's. For sure, yeah. You don't have to like it, but you can't deny it. That's that's all I'm saying. And I made it. I wish I'd have traded for him. I have no problem saying it, but I did. Any random topics you want to get into or anything uh, that we want to talk about for this week coming up, fellas, since we're not going to be recording another time? Any uh, games or any players? Miles Sanders. Yeah. I mean, he got 17 carries last week. That's, uh, that's what I was about to say. He had 16 for 94. Say so we can just go to the, not, not to interrupt you, but y'all just want to go to the end of this time and then call it. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm confused. So he comes off IR, you give him 16 carries, but you didn't want to give him 16 carries any point during. Okay. I just need somebody to make that part make sense to me. I, I'm they so were blowing out. They were blowing out the Saints though in the beginning of the game. I mean, it ended up being pretty close. Like they won by 11, but like there was a point where like, 
I'm not sure if y'all watching that Jalen Hurts, but like they were really handling the Saints. Like, I mean, Jalen Hurts is QB one. I just want to let yeah. y'all know that. Yes. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You're number one. Rocky. I'm proud of that man. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I'm just kind of, yeah. It, it it was just shocking to me. Uh, I expected Jalen Hurts to be good. I didn't think he would be number one though at any point. Uh, I mean, I definitely thought his upside was top five. I thought he had top five upside based off abilities, but I didn't think he would be like the number one quarterback 12 weeks through the season. And see, he might not be great for real life football, but he's great for fantasy football. Um, so it'd be interesting to see what the Eagles do because I don't know where y'all think the Eagles go from here or what would y'all do, but um, they look good, they look really good. Um, I know, but what hurts inconsistency, do you think they just draft a quarterback anyway? No, this is the best. This is literally the best thing that's happened to them. Okay, Hurts he is the best thing that's happened to them like in a he while. Was a good, he was a good fantasy quarterback earlier in the season. He wasn't a good like NFL quarterback. Okay. He's season. still learning though. He's yeah, like, yeah. this is like yeah, his second. No, I know, but you have to have an insurance policy eventually. Oh yeah, insurance. But like, I don't think anybody they need to consider like. No, I don't think you waste a high. Yeah, I don't think you waste a high pick. So if you're uh, if you're the Eagles head coach and you're getting you're drafting offense in the draft, what position do you think they're going for? Give them more receivers. I'll give them more receivers. Like I think okay, you can build I, a team around them. Like he's very like he's I'm the number always, one quarterback right now. I'm always for bolstering your offensive line. And offensive line, yeah, of course. I mean, is, the, is the Eagles all line really like that bad? Like I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's one or two spots on it that, that you could get a better guy. Oh, yeah. But I'm not trying to go to next year with Jalen Riggs, my number two again. So, <laughs> not, not when I'm seeing how Hurts is playing. Allen like Robinson Hurst. to Philly. I'm saying if the opportunity Ooh. presents itself where, like, CD fell all the way to 17, like, the Eagles can't just, like, not take a certain guy. If, if somebody rated that high sitting there, like, you can't just – I don't know. I mean, like like you said, it might depend on need. It might depend on want. Uh yeah, I'm not sure what the Eagles Miles Sanders or Antonio Gibson rest of the season. Hate Gibson. Gibson. Yeah, I'd, I'd take Gibson as well. I'd say Gibson just for the touchdown upside, but I don't like either one. And his schedule, Gibson's schedule is not too hard either. I'm not looking at it, but I, I remember looking at it a couple of days ago, and it really, yeah. there was a lot of green on that thing, man. Where do, you, where, do you, where do you guys rank like Hurts as a quarterback as far as draft, draft stock going into next year? Like, do you draft I've him been, over? I've never been a, like an early quarterback drafter. Um, you draft him over Russ? Yeah. Herbert? No, Herbert, not, not Herbert. Herbert. If you watch the game on Sunday, Herbert looks like. Jay Herbo. Yeah, he looks like he's, I don't even know. He looks like he's the future of the Chargers. He's. But I'm saying Hurst is number one fantasy quarterback, too. He had a great game last week, too. Oh, fine. The price is right or wrong. Hurt. Jalen Hurts finishes as a top three quarterback in fantasy this year. Let me see his schedule. Yes, that's right. He's in the he's in the he's NFC gonna do East. It. So I he's, mean he's got a good chance. He's gonna do it, bro. Top three. You're lock you in. Yeah. Who's uh who's number two and three right now? Brady and Brady and Mahomes. And Mahomes I'll, has I'll, a, I'll take I'll, I'll I'll take it. I don't see anyone jumping those three. Well, yeah. And Mahomes has a bye this week. Mahomes hadn't even had his bye week. Yeah, I don't see, I don't see him falling out of the top three at this rate. I mean, have, have Justin the Eagles had their buy Justin yet? Herbert's five. He's a whole game behind him, though. I mean, has has Jalen Hurts had his buy? That yeah, that makes 
Then oh, he hasn't. He hasn't. Yeah, that, that uh, makes okay. sense. Okay, so ah, and that's a little tricky. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's tough. Quarterbacks, yeah, the quarterbacks actually, yeah. I'm taking Hurts rest of the year. Uh, His schedule, you saw his schedule, didn't you? I didn't. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, like, okay, bro, he's matchup proof. That's been fair. Yeah. He hasn't mattered who he's played. Like, it's been there's. I think he's had one game where he actually had a bad game. But other than one game out of twelve, run. It's because he. If you, if you can run, you're a fantasy. That's and the you same can with throw Cam. Them all, and you can throw the ball decently. You're a fantasy. Like you're I will take amazing right. runner, decent thrower over great thrower every week yeah. in fantasy. I, I just Tom Brady, I'll do it every Tom week. Brady is continuing to show that you can do it without your legs as a fantasy quarterback. I mean, yeah, yeah Bra- Brady's your, an exception. But yeah. I'm saying you'll get your one guy like like last year. Aaron Rodgers was the exception. Like you'll get your one or two guys that like do it when with no rushing ability. Um Brady's gonna Brady, I'm just gonna say it. Brady's gonna finish his QB one for fantasy, in my think, opinion. He yeah. He had 20 last night and they were kind of blowing him out. I think he can win MVP, honestly. Brady. They just look this is easy, man. Um, yeah. Uh shoot, what else? Uh so anybody know what's what's going on with A B or I don't um, think it matters. I, I think know. it's just resting them. Yeah. And honestly, Mike Evans has looked real good, bro. They don't need – yeah, I mean, they could definitely use AB, but it's just like – That's the crazy thing. They're already have, like – they're still you so good. and Mike Evans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Y'all and, saw and Gronk, saw, too. Yeah, I was about to say I saw a Gronk sighting last night. You look good. Yeah, I'm just confused a little bit on uh... – You traded him away, too, Finesse. <laughs> What was that with Fournette? Wait, okay. you guys I'm saw Ronald Jones score there? Hey, yeah. Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones looked good out there, man. Fournette's been kind of mid the last two weeks. What does DJ know? know? DJ picked up Ronald Jones on Sunday. What? Nah, that's just – he was just desperate. That's all That's all that was. He did? Yeah, work out, though. Yeah, but I say. No, no, no. Got did, 10 wait, carries did, out of nowhere. Did he start him? Did he start Ronald Jones? No, no but oh, okay. no, he picked him up. Hmm. Great. Um – yeah, uh, a little more freelancing at the end, but that's all we got for you guys today. Um, thank you, Malik, for coming on uh, to join us today. Yes, sir. Uh, like I say, he's one of the original uh, league members for our Slaga League. Uh, he's been around for, what, seven <laughs> years now? Seven, eight years? I, I think I think I'm two and one against EGS. I'm not 100 sure. percent. Wow. I'm two and oh against EGS, so <laughs> it's all right. Well, don't worry. I just beat Malik this week for you, for all of us. So that's all that matters. This is the top four in our league right here. So yes, that, should, that should hold tell up. You. Did I take number one? Hey, uh, how y'all doing? <laughs> Listen, but uh, we're gonna head on out. Um, we appreciate you guys for listening as always. Uh, we're gonna do something a little different this time. Um, we've been doing a lot better lately with you guys listening and things like that. So uh. We were going to do a T-shirt giveaway soon, um, every given Sunday T-shirt uh, to somebody. Um, if you can follow us on social media at Podcast EGS, um, we'll be telling you how to enter the giveaway, uh, no matter how many people enter, whether it's three, uh, 20, 50, however many. Um, we will select one winner to get a T-shirt. Um, whenever we do that, we'll DM you about details like sizes or anything like that. But, uh, yeah, appreciate you guys listening as always. Um, share this with your friends, you know, uh, support or give us a listen. Anything helps. Um, unless you guys got something to say, uh, I'm good. Nah, another week of fantasy, man.
Yes, sir. Appreciate the feature. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Happy holidays for podcast EGS. Um, and safe travels to everybody.